Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello and welcome back to the Blue Room EWFC podcast with me, Peter McFarlane. And I am delighted to introduce a very special guest, an absolute Everton icon who has done something that most Evertonians can only dream of scoring in the cop end, in the derby at Anfield, a centre-half with magic in her feet, solid at the back, stops every attack, a leader on the pitch and a firm fan favourite, the one, the only, the legend, Miss Megan Finnegan. Megan, how are we? I'm good, thank you. All the better after that lovely introduction. Oh well, Meg, I've got to make I've got to make a fuss of you, haven't I? I've got to I've got I've got to give you a, an introduction that you know that is up to your standards at the end of the day, which are so high. Um, yeah. So just to get started, Meg, I think you know, obviously you've been at Everton for such a long time. You're one of the, you're one of the stalwarts, aren't you? Really, you're, you're part of the furniture at Everton. Um, you know, you made your 150th appearance for Everton earlier on the season. Um, you've you just go from strength to strength every season. I've obviously been watching you for a number of years now, and and you're just an incredible, incredible player. Um, so during during your time at Everton, you've you've obviously worked under a number of different managers. Um, what what's it been like working under Brian Sorensen this season? And 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 you know, what what has sort of been the difference? Do you think, or is there any, anything in particular that you can you can put, pinpoint to say what a difference might he might have made for you? Yeah, there's been a few. Um, I think obviously the fact that he came in off the back of what was a difficult season last year, um, it it has been a bit of a breath of fresh air, to be honest. Um, I think the main difference to me would probably be his his philosophy, in terms of it is just so clear. Like I, I've never played under a manager who has had such a clear philosophy in terms of how they want to play. And, and don't get me wrong, like at times it's it's hard to because he's he's very tactical um, and adapting to that change has been has been difficult because there's a lot of there's a lot of tactical things that we've got to think about. But like I say, I've, I've never played under a manager who kind of I think looks into that side of things as much as probably he does. Um, and like as a person, he's just a really chill guy. Um, and I think the players that he's brought in obviously all understand the way that he wants to play as well. And I think 
yeah, as a squad, we're all kind of, well, we seem to have gelled pretty well. Um, so, yeah, it's all going good so far this season. Absolutely, absolutely, and and I think as well, just from a from a fan's perspective, um, I mean, it's been great to see how how much you've you've been enjoying playing under Brian as well, and certainly the, the style of football that he plays suits you down to the ground. You know, you're you're so good on the ball. Um, you know, we, he likes to play a lot out from the back as well. So I think that sort those sorts of attributes that you bring to the team, um, it kind of brings out the best in you as well. And it's just great to see you playing with confidence and playing playing you know to the best of your ability. It's fantastic. Um, but again, you know, you're, you're having such an incredible season yourself um and the team is just having an incredible season what do you think our realistic goals can be for from now till the end of the season um i think it's important not to same as the start of the season really we never set you know a definitive goal in terms of where we want to finish but i think we we set ourselves a goal when we came back from christmas that you know we want we want to win every game um and i think you know, in the league, we're in really good form right now. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how many games we've got left. Was it like 10 maybe? Um, you know, we can pick up a lot of points. And I think at the end of the season, we assess where we are. Um, and then I think once we've had this first season kind of under our belts, then the next season we can we can really kick on and, and hopefully set some, you know, more ambitious goals. But I think this season, it's kind of just settling in as a team and, and working under Brian um, and kind of just building the foundations for us going forward, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, it's so impressive to see just how quickly the team have adapted and and just how much improvement we can see in the side. And and everyone, as I say, just looks to be play, you know enjoying playing the football, um, look, looking through throughout the squad. There isn't a single player who I could point out to say who hasn't performed uh, this season. Everyone seems to be working so hard. Everyone's playing well together. Even players who've come in and out of the side um, have come in and put in strong performances. But certainly two players in particular, um, you know, obviously touched on the fact that you've been here forever. Um, another player, Gabby George as well, good friend of yours. Um, one of the things I always, that always strikes me as well, when Sarah, Sarah's my co-host on this, you see, and uh, whenever she comes into Finch Farm, uh, she always gets great footage of of when you're training and all that. And you and Gabby always seem to be sort of together and yeah. having like loads of banter and stuff, don't you? And and like yeah. little little things to the camera and all that. But you know, again, Gabby's been there for such a long time as well. How how great is it for you to to have sort of grown into the side with Gabby and 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 still playing alongside her, even if she is marauding up the left hand side a bit more this time. <laughs> This season, yeah, I was going to say we've not actually played. I think we played alongside each other once this season, which so <laughs> didn't end too well. But um, yeah, no, I think yeah, me Gabs is you know without a doubt, obviously my closest friend on the team because um, I've I've known her so long, and I think whilst I've obviously been here longer in terms of because I came through the academy, I think she kind of tamed up to the first team like the year before me, so. When I came up to the first team, I remember I was, what, like 16? And I never used to speak. The complete opposite to what I am now, because I never showed up now. But <laughs> I was so shy. And she was kind of one person, I think, because we were, like, similar ages. And I think she kind of, she says she took me under her wing. But I don't like to give her too much credit. But she did. She looked after me. Um, and now, yeah, we've got a relationship where, you know, we take the mick out of each other a lot. Um, we speak to each other a lot, you know, in and out of football. And yeah, she's she's one of my best friends. So it's great to see her doing so well um, this season. You know, I think her attributes like physically are obviously so good. 
that she's really just embraced the wing back role. You know, she's so so strong, so athletic. You know that when she starts, as you say, <laughs> um, driving up that left wing, she's very hard to stop. So, you know, I'm pleased for. Her. Um, you know, I was disappointed for her not to get the call to the England squad. Um, obviously this time, but knowing Gabs, I'm, I'm sure she will. She will get there eventually. She'll keep working. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up, by the way, because I was I was having a bit of a Twitter meltdown uh, when the when the Lionesses squad was announced because I was I was absolutely convinced that she'd be in that squad. I think she fully deserved it. Certainly, you know, getting Player of the Month as well uh, in January scored an absolute rocket as well against um, against Reading, wasn't it? Um, an absolute rocket, peach of an effort, um, and seems to be again just like yourself playing playing the best football, really enjoying it. We're Everton as a, as a team as well, the performance so well. So for me, it was a massive shock. Um, but on, on that subject as well, I was going to ask you this a bit later on, but I might as well ask you it now. In terms of your personal ambitions, because us us supporters, you might have noticed we added added yet another Megan Finnegan song to our repertoire when we were <laughs> when we were singing Megan for England. Now, f- on a personal level, is that would that be something that would be your 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 ambition? And and um, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I know you're modest. But I'm going to tell you now that I think that you you are right up there in terms of the centre halves in the WSL, and certainly you know the what you the trajectory you're on in terms of your consistency at your age as well. With the with you know you're only still a young player. Don't forget this, Meg. You're still young, and you've you've played so many times with Everton already. Mm-hmm. What are your ambitions? Do you think you can crack that line as a squad at some point? I did hear the shout. I think it was in the Birmingham game. I think I had a little chuckle to myself. <laughs> And I think I laughed because, listen, like when I obviously played for England throughout all the the youth age groups and like the minute I made like my debut for the, I think it's the 16s at the time, like I said to myself, right, like my goal is to is to play for the seniors one day. Um, and ever since kind of I've left the 23s, like making that jump, it's, it's so hard. Um, and I have to give credit to the, the rest of the girls, you know, playing in my position in the country because I think, I actually think centre-back's probably the most competitive position. When I look at other teams, I see how many young centre-backs there are. It's it's hard, but it's something that, look, I'll never give up on until the day I finish playing. Um, yes, I, right. I want to play international football um, at some point. So, you know... I, I, all I can do is focus on Everton, to be honest. Um, and I, like you say, I feel like I'm in a good place. I feel like year on year, I feel like I'm developing. So, you know, as long as I'm consistent, then that's that's all I can do, really. Um, and hopefully, yeah, maybe one day we'll get recognised. But like I say, they, they won the Euros last summer. So it was it's always going to be hard to break into the squad. But like I say, that's why I felt like Gab, Gabs has been in really good form and I feel like there was a place for there but um, yeah we'll, we'll both just keep on working it is right brilliant and, and just to touch on the auras very quickly as well um, did, did you get to the final yourself did you manage to get to the uh, to I Wembley did. brilliant I, did. I was in the family and friends section so I was I think I had like Leah Williamson's family above me someone else's below and they were literally just like nervous wrecked the whole game but I was just the like me and Sarah were in the gods at, right at the back um, but yeah. we were we were right behind the goal when Chloe scored the winner when Chloe Sk- Kelly scored the winner so we were just going I was a little bit further down than Sarah 
So she was on literally the back row. I'd managed to blag a little bit further forward. But yeah, when Chloe scored, I nearly went over. <laughs> it was you know, the, you know, like the top tier. Um, yeah. And then obviously at the end, I ran up to the, you know, ran up to the top to go and find Sarah. And we it was just un- incredible as well. And and just to touch on, on Chloe Kelly as well, again, a, you know, a former teammate of yours. What an incredible yeah. moment that must have been for you as well, just to, you know, to see to see your friend, your former teammate, to, to bag that winner and to become an, an absolute legend of the game. Yeah. No, yeah, it was crazy. And I think, you know, during the summer, I, I became a real fan, you know, of the team. I was fully, fully backing them just because of, you know, it was amazing to see what it was doing for women's football. But then the other part of me, you know, because like I say, I was with their family and friends and I'd played with like half of the team growing up. And yeah, I'm not going to lie, like part of me was very jealous as well. But <laughs> I think for CK, yeah, that, that, that's crazy. Like I, I was watching the Brits the other night and she's coming on and she's yeah. presenting an award with Leanne from Little Mix. I'm also a big mixer, I'm not going to lie. I do love Little Mix. So I was just like, what's going on? That like, This is crazy. But fair play to her, fair play to them all. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy for CK. Um yeah, she'll never score a better, worse goal than that. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the prettiest goal, was it? But they all count. They all count, especially in that, that game, they all count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, slightly off, off subject, but I know in terms of your music, your musical tastes, I remember mm-hmm. you mentioning a while ago that S Club 7 was like a, a favourite of yours when you were a kid. Have you heard the news today that they are yes. reforming as a full the full original S Club 7 are reforming. Yeah. They were my first concert when I was younger. I'm not sure I'll go to the reunion because, yeah. But, um, yeah. Go full That's circle, no. No, you've got to <laughs> leave leave the memory. That. What's that thing about dummy heroes? Yeah, just go. Just <laughs> leave them in the past, maybe. Just yeah, just keep yeah. that old memory in your mind. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we are going. Yeah, so uh, Walton Hall Park. We're going to talk about Walton Hall Park now, obviously. It's it's our home. We absolutely love it. We've been enjoying it so much this season. Um, so you know, sort of following on from what we said about the Euros as well, in terms of what it's done for 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 women's football and the women's game. Um, do you think that that has had an impact on? Have you seen it firsthand as a player? You know, in terms of the atmospheres that you're experiencing this season, not just at Walton Hall Park, but away from home as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I say it every time I do an interview. Really, like it's. It's crazy after a game, um, like how long it takes for me to get back into the changing room because there's literally, and I say that in a, in a good way, you know, how many fans are, are wanting autographs, you know, little kids. Um, I, I've seen, I've never seen this in my life, but the last few games, there's been a couple of girls with my name on the back of the shirts. Oh, and I was just like, oh that's crazy. Because, yeah, I, like things like that are like surreal because, yeah, you never expect that to happen. But, yeah, I think, Obviously, we love playing at Walton Hall, and I think the atmosphere really helps us when we play there. And it always feels full, you know, even even if it's not, you know, a sellout, it always feels that way. Um, but even when we played at Lee last week, um, they had like uh, five thousand there, so you can really see the impact that it's had. Um, and and hopefully they they do just as well in the World Cup this year, and hopefully, you know, we we can build on it again. But yeah, we love Walton Hall. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and, and just so you know as well you know we're always in the thick of it uh, in the in the singing section we've got our drums and everything know. you know, know. We're, you can you know we're always there but there's there's actually a few other people who started joining in with us now and one of them there's this little girl who goes with her dad and honestly the whole game 
she always gets us to sing Gabby, Gabby George and Megan Finnegan. There are two. Yeah. So she honestly, it's like, and you can just hear her and we always join in, you know, because it's like, you know, uh-huh. getting, and, she, and she loves it. She absolutely, there's actually, there's a video from her um, that was on the FA player where I think Sarah Homegard was coming on for her debut. And someone's down injured at the time. So the camera's like zooms in on us because we're all singing the Sarah Homegard okay. song. And you can see like the kid, there's like a few little kids who were sort of sat around us, like dancing away and all that. Um, and it was just, and, and you look at that and you think, you know, even as a supporter as well, um, I mean, you make our life easy, especially the way you're playing now. It's because everyone's so opt- optimistic because everyone's enjoying what they're seeing as well. Um, it gives us such a, a huge lift as supporters. Um, and as you know, Evertonians, we, we, if we see if we see the players fighting and and giving their all for that shirt, that's that's what we want to see. We'll back you from the first minute till the last. And I think for me, it's it's been it's you know on a personal level, it's it's great to see the people are joining in with this and, and really getting on board with with all of the singing and getting the atmosphere going. And I, I, I'm glad to hear that the players. Is, um, you know, can feel that appreciation because you deserve it, basically. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, little message for 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 the for the team there. Oh, pass chance, it on. yeah, pass it on, pass that on there, Meg. Um, in terms of chance as well, have you got any any recommendations, any suggestions, or requests? Oh gosh, requests. Requests, yeah, um, a song, a song that you I like. I told you before about um, my. I had a when we went to the under twenties World Cup. We had like a massive like parent following that came out and they made one for me that was really catchy. I'll give it I'm happy to sing it if you want. I'll sing it. Oh, you can if you want to sing, you can sing all day, Meg. Thanks. Um the once was a girl called Megan Finnegan. When she plays, we're bound to win again. She will get the crowd to sing again. Good old Megan Finnegan again again. Ooh, and then everyone just begin again. Oh, I tell you what. Right, okay. Uh, (laughs) But no, you know, I think you guys are doing a really good job. Otherwise, you know, you just, I'm, I'm happy for you guys just to think of, of whatever. My my three favourites are Ramsey in the yeah. middle of our goal. Um, Lucy Graham, she's kind of ruined it a bit, but whatever. Yeah, hope. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> And I love Nap song, Knowing Me, Knowing You, because yeah. I love her. So... Whenever that comes on and I'm playing and I can hear it, I'm like, oh, don't get distracted here, man. <laughs> so, so we need to make sure if we ever sing that, it's not when you're on the ball in case you start like giving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll bear that in mind. I didn't have, I didn't know that there was these things to think of as well when we're starting the chance. <laughs> but um, thanks very much for, for the rendition as well. Last time I, um, I spoke to a couple of players, I had Lucy and Izzy on, and I ended up singing like loads of chants to them. Um, basically, they had to guess which which player it was. You know, it was who was involved, and um, you were one of them. And I think Izzy actually joined in with your chant, which was nice. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, which which was nice for me as well. But yeah, um, we, we've got a new chant for you as well, which I think you've you've um, I think we we sang it for you when you scored against West Ham. We you you had like really? four or five songs back to back, didn't you? That we were singing. Um, you've got okay. Okay, if I sing it to you, you've got to do that. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, and you'll know when it comes up. Okay, you ready? I hope I do. I hope I know this one. I'm gonna go. Joe will. Joe will. She says. Okay. Okay. So it's woke up this morning feeling fine. We got Megan Finnegan on our mind. She is a centre half with magic in her feet. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. We sing for Megan Finnegan every week. Oh, nice. <laughs> I sing, and then we sing for Megan Finnegan every yeah. week. See, it's catchy. I quite yeah, like that yeah. one. Yeah. Who sings that originally? Be- oh, Is it Beach Boy? Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe, yeah. Oh, by the way, while Joe's there, Megan, can you... Right, we, we were on our podcast a few weeks ago, right? And we put a request out that Joe and Sarah Halpin had to come and stand with us in the singing section and sing with us. And and I was promised that they would. Now, for some reason, they didn't turn up. So can you pass the message? If Joe's in the room with you now, can you put I'll that request out? On. You're going to pass that out? Because this has got to happen. I, I've already spoken to Julia, the stadium announcer. She is going to go on the tannoy and request that you join this, that they join the singing yeah. section in the next game. So I can't see Joe joining, but I don't know why Sarah is not joined in. Like, I, I think Sarah could raise the decibels a lot to prefer. I don't, have you seen Joe singing? Have you seen Joe singing? Whenever, whenever Sarah and Joe are going away, they always send me voice notes of Joe coming up with chants, by the way. So a lot, really? some of these chants are coming from Joe and Sarah, not just us supporters, you know. Brilliant. I've never heard of her. I don't see this side of her. <laughs> right. Um, moving on to the obvious, the best thing ever for me. And um, the best thing you've done so far, which was scoring in the cop end at Anfield. Now, I'm just going to, like, as an Evertonian, that is something I could only dream of. It's something I've dreamed of plenty of times. It's the, you know, that that feeling must have been the most incredible thing in the world. Talk me through that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's hard to put it into words, really. I think um, it's definitely, like, probably the highlight of my career um, so far. Um, like you say, it was a bit of a dream come true. I tend to not... Um, as much as I like, I like, I do like to visualize like before I go into games, like obviously like scoring or whatnot. But like right before the game, I try not to think about scoring because then I never really score. So I don't know how, but I managed to just completely block it out um, for that game. And then ten minutes in, I'd scored, and I was like, whoa! But <laughs> I um I didn't realize until like because uh, obviously you see me, I just I just run off like I just go <laughs> mental. Um, so I didn't actually cock at the time that it was like cock end. So it was only until after the game and I was like, oh, wow, like, I've actually just scored Coppen. But um, no, like it, it meant the world. Um, yeah. I, I still watch it back. I'm not going to lie. Every now and then, if I need a little cheer up, um, I still watch it back. So do uh, I, Meg. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, every day, to be honest. No, I'm joking. Um, but no, my whole family were there. Like even my two nans came and like they never oh. come and watch me because... Like it's cold and that, isn't it? But and it was cold that night, but they made the effort. Um, so yeah, I was buzzing, and obviously I missed the game against West Ham before that um, through injury. So it was like that was obviously my first game of the season. I just wanted to, I wanted to start it with a win, which we did. Clean sheet, goal, obviously for me. So it, it couldn't have gone really any better. Um, so it was a very proud moment. Yeah, you should be very proud. And you had a little, um, a little bit of a teaser just before that. You hit a shot from about twenty-five yeah. yards out, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you were. It was like you, you looked like you were on a mission. But um, yeah, when when yeah. that goal went in, it was just incredible. We were in the way, and obviously, I mean, we were going nuts. Um, I I've been to Anfield a lot, Meg, 
like a lot of times, right? And I've only ever seen Everton win twice. And the first time was when Lucy Graham scored, and the second time was when you scored. So you'll always you'll always have a special place in me half for that, Meg. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you'll always you'll always be an Everton icon, always. Thank um, you. and that's why we, that that game is the reason why we had to kind of change the lyrics to one of Lucy Graham's songs. You know, the one where we say, "Who put the ball in the copyright net?" Used to be Super Lucy Graham, and now it's nearly half the team did. So, with the next that like the big one that's coming up, so we're going to give this a plug. We want to encourage as many people to get down to Goodison Park, Goodison Park, Sunday, twenty sixth of March, twelve thirty kickoff. Adults eight pounds a ticket, juniors and over sixty fives four pounds a ticket. Playing at Goodison Park for the Merseyside Derby, Meg. You've already done it at Anfield. You've already won it at Anfield. How much would it mean for you to win that game as well in front of the home support? Yeah, I'm already starting like thinking about it now, to be honest. I know that you're not supposed to like, think too far in advance, but I think because we've not got a game in, in for a couple of weeks now as well, like, I don't know, yeah. It's obviously very exciting. Um, we've I played at Goodison a couple of times, uh, obviously during my years, but never obviously had a derby there. Um, so yeah, um, we can't wait. And I think to to do the double over them would be a real statement. Um, I, I'm expecting it to be. I'm not saying it was easy at Anfield because I, I thought we we had to turn up and we played really mm. well. But I think it'll be a, a a tighter game because I think they'll have a point to prove and whatnot. Um, but I I just hope you know as you kind of just alluded to that we can get as many fans as possible um just get you know the atmosphere going because like like when I scored at Anfield that night like I just I remember um could hear the away end I think we were right in front of the Liverpool supporters at the time I was hearing booze and stuff but I was just <laughs> looking at to be honest so <laughs> as many people as possible um just to, to make for an away's atmosphere and and then hopefully we will do the rest and yeah that would it would mean a lot absolutely well if I could you know have you got any ambitions to get a little goal on the Gladys Street I have yeah but I'm not saying it out well, yes, I have, and I've yeah. just said that out loud, but I'm going to say it out loud again after this, okay, Pete, because I don't like to jinx things, you know. No. Okay. Well, just, I'll I'll let you know where yeah. we're all sat as well for your celebration, you know, when you, uh, okay. when you nod one in. Because that's the other okay. thing as well, Meg, is that, you know, your original chant, which is the one that we sing over and over again, is, is to the tune of Go West, which obviously was Duncan Ferguson's chant. So, for, like, when, when, when we decided on that chant being yours... There was a lot of like, um, like similarities. Yeah, well, to be honest, it was like it was like a bit of like a right. You're gonna get big dunks chant here. Do you know what I mean? And for me, that he's like my all-time hero. So when you scored a header in the cop against them, that was like a flashback to Duncan Fergus, and I was just so yeah. But but he also had a knack of scoring in the Gladys Street in derbies. So there you go. That's that's the uh, that's the mission now, Meg. But fit. Most importantly, just go out there, perform, keep doing what you're doing because you know you've you're having an incredible season. To be honest, you've been you've been incredible for for, for season after season. Um, we obviously gave you a Spirit of the Blues award as well from the official supporters club a couple of seasons ago, didn't we? Um, yeah. uh, for anyone listening as well, Spirit of the Blues award is one is an award given specifically by the supporters club. So it's the, the Evertonians who are going week in week out to watch watch the team perform. It's based upon not just the performances on the pitch, but also the person you are 
the pe- you know the personality, how much you give to the team, how much Everton means to you as well, and someone who encapsulates that's encapsulates. I can't even get my words out now. That spirit of the Blues, and I think that 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 award was pretty much made for you because we we wanted to make sure that you had that recognition um for for how much of a a, a fantastic player you, you were that season and how much of a, a great person you are as well um how much did that mean to, to you to get that award yeah it was lovely i think as you touched on it, it was so nice to to get the recognition because like if, if i'm being honest at the, at the time I, I felt like i'd had like my best season to date um and I didn't feel like I got the recognition off 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 my teammates and stuff yeah but you know I I didn't feel like I got the recognition so it it was lovely that the supporters obviously did that um and I think that was kind of my first season um I think I played that every game and that was like the first season where I felt like I'd reached like consistency and then from then on in like I feel like I've developed um more and more um so I think that season, that season was defining for me, um, and yeah, it was lovely. I remember getting back from our last game of the season at like twelve o'clock at night, and Julie, Julie Makin was on the car park at Finch with the award for me. I was like, oh, that's dedication, that is. Um, oh. But yeah, he's lovely. Yeah, we had Julie had to make sure that we uh, that she got it to you before the end of the season, didn't she? I remember yeah. that she went right the way down to Finch. It was like, yeah, it was, uh, I can't remember where where you've been, but it was a it was in a late London. one, wasn't it? In London yeah. somewhere, yeah. But, it, but, but again, Meg, I think that just kind of sums up um, the feeling of the supporters to you um, and how much we we appreciate you and and how how much we appreciate you not just as a player but also as a person um so for from me and every evertonian just keep up the great work um and yeah just keep doing what you're doing keep keep going um you know you've you've obviously you've 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 fought so hard to get into that side you've you've had to um to, to fight to keep your place keep up that fight and and keep playing the way you are because you're a fantastic person and a and a great credit to everton football club thank you Pete. And one one last word as well to, to ask people to get down to Goodison Park on the 26th of March, 12.30 kickoff, £8 for adults, £4 for juniors for the Merseyside derby. We've also got a game against Aston Villa coming up at Walton Hall Park. Big one, that one. Um, but Meg, one final word from you about the derby. Try and push those tickets. Everyone, just, just get down to Goodison to see an amazing Everton team play and hopefully beat Liverpool and get the bragging rights once again. Is right, Meg. Is right, Meg. Nice one. Okay, Meg. Well, I'll let you go. Thanks so much Thanks for your time, you. and I'll speak Good. to you soon. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Thank you very much. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.